There was probably a song that reminded me of it, or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as fuck. Makes us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. I did. I, that had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We went, and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, going. we did. There was a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. Hey guys, welcome back to the Artist Podcast, official podcast of digital and creative media works for each week. We do some pro culture trap break down better understand it. My name is David. Wow, that was my name is Ben. Hello, I, hello, David. What was that? I because it every week it feels like it gets longer. Like the the more so I need, say you it, you need to shorten it by just speaking well, fast. You can just take out a few words. You can just, just start cut, with just hi, it's David. Well, I could just edit it so that like it's gone like, altogether. But um, it feels you like just it's start part with of the me saying hi, it's Ben. Yeah. Well, because it feels that's like at good, this point that'd be a good start. To the well, podcast. people keep telling me like podcasts are they're all about like rituals and like practice and stuff. You gotta, and have, that, you gotta that, have your you gotta have your introduction tune. Yeah, you gotta have like your introduction rhythm. And I yeah. and I'm trying I'm like, well, I don't just know. Just mixing if, it up. Don't know if I like it. You're breaking the rules, um, David. Mate, I'm I'm a loose unit. Uh <laughs> but that being said, uh speaking of loose units what? and No. Let me segue. Let me segue. We're not speaking of loose units. There's nothing loose about any of these units. That feels like That's a horrendous that, segue. Well, Do you've, it again. Now you okay. Uh, Do something else. Speaking of it's Final Space. <laughs> We're talking about the world building of Final Space. I feel like now you've attacked me and I feel guilty for not having a good segue. You, I was, like, you were there I could have like made a, that work. It was like a solid five seconds. We were about to trip the triple J alarm. Yeah, I know. That's when like someone calls you and they're like, hey, your podcast has too much silence. Yeah. Because that's a thing. People I thought are... my headphones were broken. It was so quiet. Well, there was a... Yeah, that's, someone turns the like, volume all the way up. Mm. Um, there was a thing that uh, Welcome to Night Vale did where they had a live show where <laughs> the whole goal of the live show was to create a live show where... There would be the most amount of silence possible on stage. <laughs> so it was like five seconds, then it was ten seconds, like throughout the length of a show. Wow. Then it was ten seconds, then it was. I think they got it to like a minute by the time people started getting annoyed. There was a, I think um, that's pretty cool. There's a song, I forget who. Ah, oh, uh, I think it's like a Beyonce song or something where there's, there's like there's eight seconds of silence just in the middle of the song. Right. And Triple J, which is a radio station in, in Australia, didn't they trim it down? They had to trim down the this the um the song. Because uh, they have an alarm that goes off after There's like much five seconds of silence. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, the radio's down. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, that, that Makes was, sense. Yeah. yeah. No, that I was, love that was like my that. Triple J alarm joke reference for all of you non Australians yeah, and people the, who weren't there for that one day where they explained the joke. For the four of you who are into indie music in <laughs> yeah. Australia, um, it's me. I'm one of the, th- I'm, I'm the, I'm the fourth one. There's three of you. Um, no, so we're talking about Final Space. And Final Space is, why don't you tell us? Oh, good. Because. Well, because your background, I, like, you know yeah. what he's all about. Um, so, there's this guy called Olin Rogers, and he's just a YouTuber. Like, he's he's the most, like, sort of basic... I, I mean, like, if you write down what he does, it's like, he does skits and, like, story time videos. Mm-hmm. And, like, he does, like, some animated stuff every now and then. Like, on paper, he's, like, super basic. But he's probably, like, the most, like, genuine and, like, funny people on youtube like ever mm-hmm. and, like all of his story videos like he's been doing them for doing them for years like he's sort of he's quite sort of early youtube um just like the shit he does and the shit he gets up to is so funny because he's he's this he's this crazy like child of a man where he's like he's like six three with a beard but he laughs like a 12 year old yeah he's like, like if seth mcfarlane was on youtube from the beginning yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's probably a good way to describe it yeah. and he he sort of he had like he's done all these like crazy projects where like sort of 
he he hosts like pizza parties instead of like get-togethers right called like eat a slice with me which again like he opened a soda parlor in like in somewhere in the states i don't know because he just wanted a place to hang out and like hang out with people and like drink soda and sell merch he's like a real life arrested development character he's like yeah he's like (laughs) i could have a shark robot page or i could open a soda parlor in in a in like a warehouse that i hire and sell soda and merch right he's like i'm gonna do that which like yeah you go okay and And then he turns around he goes i have a um idea for a uh a, a Netflix series? <laughs> well, he, he had an idea for just an animated show. Right. And he put up, and like the pilot, so it's, he in like the, the original, it was always called Final Space. And he put up the pilot, which was like, it was like five minutes long. And this was like three to four years ago. <laughs> like this yeah, was been a, a while minute, ago. Yeah. Um, Animation takes a long time. Yeah, it was like three minutes long. Like he, he did like all of the voices in the pilot. Um, yep. There's actually a few references in the final series to the pilot. Um, so the the pilot is sort of, it's kind of like the uh, the intro segments like okay. that. Like the pilot is a lot of that. So like the 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 cookies are done in two minutes. Like that's yeah. a reference to the pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, pilot ends slightly differently. I forget how though. Um, so he, he threw out this pilot like yeah like three to four years ago. Of like I he's like I have he's like I have this idea. Mm-hmm. And it, he's he's always been such like a wholesome guy where he's just like he's like I just need this to happen right and he sort of after a while like the pilot was out everyone was like this is amazing like I want more of this um and he eventually got picked up by TPS which mm-hmm. is like a very like minor Canadian um <laughs> like broadcaster like a very specific I think they're yeah. Canadian um and he was like. Like, that video where he announced that, like, it was happening, like, he was, like, ecstatic. Like, yeah. it's, like, those videos, like, he is... Just a lot of joy. Yeah, like, it's insane. Like, you really feel the passion, like, coming from him. And then, like, you know, like, that was just, like, yeah, TPS said yes. They were, like, yeah, we want to do it. And then, like, you know, like, that happened. And then, like, five months later, he was, like... He just puts out this video where it's, like, the cast announcement. And it's, like, he's in it, which is cool. So he's, yeah. he's still... He's a few characters. He's a, yeah. he's a couple of characters. He's not all the characters now, but he's a couple. It's nice. And then, like, you know, it goes through the... You know, it goes through the cast list, and it's like... You know, it's people that you've never heard of, and then yeah. it's like, oh, you know, just David Tennant casually. You're like, wait, what? And you're like, yeah, and also produced by Coco. You're like, wait, yeah. Co- as in Conan O'Brien? You're like, he, yeah, that one. In that, yeah. And you're like, you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> what is yeah, going yeah. on? It's, it's weird, yeah. And and so the, the show got released sort of you know like week by week on tps and like it did whatever because it was i think like again like canadian i'm pretty sure and yep. like i think like not even that long ago like a couple months ago it got put on netflix it was like real like i it was like i think three weeks ago pretty recent. really was it re- yeah i, yeah, it's I feel really like it was recent. super recent yeah. yeah um and it's yeah it's like it's a it's a good one it's interesting to me because i feel like a lot of shows Particularly animation, saw Rick and Morty season one, and they were like, oh, like, Adult Swim is back, Adult Cartoons are back, that's our niche now, we're gonna be, like, the new yeah, Adult Swim. Yeah, the, the timeline for Final Space coming out was, yeah, sort of, it was post-season one of Rick and Morty. Um, I don't those think- those fireworks? Do you hear that? Yeah, it's probably the Echo. Welcome to Brisbane! It's it's Echo Week. It's Show Week. Um, uh, yeah, those are fireworks that have been going right. every day. Yeah, that's gonna come um, from the audio. It was, yeah, I think, like, the timeline, I may be getting this wrong, but the, the pilot was around, 
season one, season two of Rick and Morty. So like mm-hmm. before the you know the great purge of animated awesome. cut of yeah. like adult cartoons for um, source. yeah pre that um but definitely in sort of like a post gravity falls post i mean post futurama because everything's post futurama yeah, now yeah. kind of that space where it was like you know it is you know it has sort of like blood and guts because he was like I don't, i'm not gonna shy away from that right. but it's not like it's not pure, hundred percent, just like nihilistic. No, it's very character driven. Yeah. it's got a bit of heart to it. Like a it's a bit I, of heart. I, well, I, <laughs> I think of it as being like the evolution of like adult cartoons, especially like Rick and Morty. We've talked about this so many Too times. Much. <laughs> but like Rick and Morty is a cool idea, and if you interpret it wrong, it's this cool nihilistic, really cool dude. But if you if you think about it properly, you're like, oh, Rick's really sad and. Jerry's are the happy ones, or they're at least possibly functional. Yeah, and that show that shows the point is to be like, hey, like maybe it's not so bad to be a Jerry. And I think this show is a good example of like the next logical step of that platform. This is like if Jerry was the main character. Of yeah, Rick if, and Morty. if Jerry was the main, no, absolutely, like, totally, yeah. <laughs> totally is. But without being too like canny or obvious or like uh, played out, like it's not like a you know. Uh, a divorced dad goes about space having trouble it's like a dude that is just trying to do his best and is bad at it and like don't get me wrong i get the criticism of it where it's like you know this guy blows a bunch of spaceships by accident gets a love interest but everything works out for him but it doesn't and i feel like that i've I've seen that a few times on the internet people like the show's too easy on its main character it's super isn't he goes through a lot of trauma i think so I think my, my my main criticism of this show that I can really only mm. make, and I made this like a few weeks ago, I think. Yeah. And we briefly talked about it, was like the was pacing is a bit quick. Like there are some payoffs that Yeah. There are some payoffs that I feel like will be better on the second watching. Especially just because character development wise. Yeah. yeah. P- particularly character development. Just because like the the episodes are really short. They're like twenty minutes. Like I feel like this show could have done well. well they're if it seventeen just... minutes, because you spend the first two minutes in the like in the, 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 the recap, yeah, shit, I skipped all of those. Like he, um, it, yeah. they're, they're they're like they're about like seven. Well, because it's minutes. it's because it's a it's a weekly. It was yeah. on TV. Well, because it had plus, to fit yeah. in a half hour. You also get that minute ads. of of him floating in space. So like you go, oh, it's twenty minutes, but actually it's less it's like than fifteen that. minutes. It's a pretty tight show. Yeah. With and all, all things considered, and each yeah. and each episode is quite sort of self contained. Like they don't really run a they don't really run many storylines across episodes yeah there's like a meta narrative in like it's, you know like a, yeah. a drama or like a you know like a walking dead kind of thing right where it's yeah it, each episode has like a contained arc yeah that you could just watch um, and so because of that I, f- I think like some of the payoffs are like yeah didn't really own that yet you're getting there but like not quite yet so the the big ones i think are earned but like it's usually like the the especially in the earlier episodes where it's just like why does mooncake care so much about gary like why is he saving him he's a He's a blob. Like, and it's like, why does Gary, but you, you know, like, why does Gary like put so much like love into this green blob? But, but I, then you, there's on, possible... I feel like on second watch, you know, it would be, you'd be like, yeah, you know, like this makes sense because I understand where it's going to go. You'd get more time with it. Yes. But that like, that's my main concern. And that's why I think it's easy to come off, come at the end of it going like, oh, he got it really easy because the painful bits you as the viewer don't feel quite as much pain because it's like you you didn't have the same amount of investment as clearly Gary did. It comes back to this idea that like Aaron harped on me about when we were like putting together the book the first time. And that was this idea of like, 
in a screenwriting context, when you meet a character who has a motivation that you don't understand, like they, they want to do something that you go, I don't know why they want to do that. You have to provide like a dummy motivation. Like even if later on it changes and you go, oh, that they really wanted X, Y, Z. You have right. to, especially if it's like an alien motivation to the audience, you have to like present a placeholder that's false. Be like, they want to do it because they really like it grilled cheese sandwiches whatever the dumb thing is but like you have to yeah. look at that character and say oh they want this for this reason even if it doesn't make a lot of sense at least there's like a dummy motivation for that i think the show's biggest weakness as far as like trying to build this and again it takes a few episodes but it starts to like arc up to this kind of interesting universe that you kind of become invested in i think its biggest weakness is not giving some of the more abstract characters so like mooncake or the uh the future character who comes back. Right. Elements of that. Like, th- there could have been, like, a quick snap text of being like, oh, they they want this. Right. And it could have been communicated really, like, subtly and instantly. I mean, like, okay, it's this. And you would have gone, okay, I'm not going to worry about that. But you spend a lot of the time being like, why does Mooncake care about Gary? And, like, yeah. on a base level, you're like, oh, because it's a cute pet. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. also, it's a destruction machine. <laughs> so, like, those things create friction. And I get that's part of the joke. But also, like from a, like a world perspective you have to do something with that yeah. um and again like you just hire one screenwriter to look at it and go yeah add these three lines in and that would fix it i feel like we, we talk about that a lot but like there you can like pass stuff off and be like you know what don't worry about it we'll come back to it yeah. later so the, the world building of this show because this is what this episode is about mm-hmm. we are talking about the world building mm-hmm. this show is a weird one because i so i watched the first five episodes in like one night and then powered through the other five in another night yeah there is a very 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 distinct difference between the first five episodes and the second five when it comes to there's a bit of stuff in like the earlier episodes when you're like wait what you know the minute they go to like another dimension well they get inside that yeah so like early on there's like the temporal worm which is like sort of a play on like the wormholes yeah yeah and if when, you, when you're sort of watching the show for the first time, that kind of just comes across as purely a joke. You're just like, oh, it's a temporal wormhole, but it's actually a worm. So you're like, okay, yeah, whatever. They're just sort of like making a joke. And it's like episode three, so it really comes off as just, <clears throat> yeah, like a joke. And, you know, before then, all you've really gotten, all you've really been given is he's in space on like a prison ship where he's like the only one and he's not actually really doing any work. He's just mm. there on the ship. And he has an AI like anti-insanity ai called kevin who is like an annoying dickhead and then like who's the who's the howl ripoff what's his name again it's like hugh or something uh, it's yeah hugh, it's like yeah. hugh um who's like just a blatant reference to which is great yeah and like a bitch. yeah and you know and like the the imperial whatever or just it's just star trek and it's yeah. like it, it all starts off as being just sort of like oh it's just someone looked at futurama and star trek and star wars and went yeah, we can we can make a show yeah, about that. It's all kind of like stereotypes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then like they touch on some things, like every like you know like things get touched and prodded, and you're like, actually, you're like, yeah, why is it called Final Space? And then they sort of touch on like, you know, like oh, we're going to Final Space, and you're like, Final what? And then it's yeah. like, yeah, you know, and then they sort of explain like the origin of the breaches, and you're like, wait, 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 like hold up, is this just Lovecraft in space? Like, what yeah, is this? Yeah, like, it's and got then, that element to it for sure. Like the moment they sort of talked about the Titans, and like there was literally a shot where it's just like, 
I was like, mm, about three of those are ripped straight from Lovecraft. Like, well, yeah, it, I see a Cthulhu. <laughs> it's like an overex. I don't know. Like, I think, and again, this comes back to this idea of like, when you explain something in a book versus in a TV show, in a book, you have the advantage of like, your audience can kind of imagine. You got words. Yeah. yeah. Like, like words have a level of like, um, the reader can interpret their own way and like they interpret away from the cliche. Because right. people don't like cliches. They kind of go, oh, it's something else. Whereas this Shot show... Cthulhu, I swear. Yeah, this show definitely, they were like, well, it's like it's... old gods. And you went, oh, okay, here's my, like, shopping list of old gods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. put them in front of you. Yeah. And, like, that's not a bad thing, to be clear, but it, it, it definitely felt like <clears throat> I was waiting for something different. Well, similar to, you know what I mean? similar to like, how how ham-fisted Hugh is a Hal clone. And, like, there's a, there's quite a few other references, which I forget now, that are, like, super ham-fisted. They have, I think they have a it's just cool like a relationship, though. Yeah, it's, it's similar to that. It's, like, it's an acknowledgement of, like, this is, like, a thing that, like, you, are, you already know what it is, so we're just going to borrow it from your brain and reuse right. it. But so, it, like, it, it the Titans like they... are just, like, these are just the old gods. And, but... like, Hal is... Hugh is just Hal. Like, you uh, know how Hal is. But at least with Hugh, like, they did something different with it. Like, I felt like they reinvented that. Oh, they definitely... It's, that trope? It's, it's Whereas Hugh with, the old with like, a, a sass matrix. Right. Attached, Whereas know. with, like, the old gods, I felt like the, like there was nothing there that I went, oh, I've not seen that. Like, it. at least with Hugh, like, I went, oh, that's a cool, fresh way of interpreting that. <clears throat> I mean, I thought the, the sort of... The screaming guide inside was the... Was pretty funny. Was, like, that's sort of, like, kind of that idea, but... Oh, yeah, I guess that's, like, an elaboration on that. Is it? I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, that's, like, a, and like they've developed when, that. And, you know, when when uh, when Gary goes on, like, his, you know, his adventure to see his, well, his dad. spiritual journey. They just, they just plop it up on a screen for them all to watch. Yeah, it's just, it's just a fucking It's just, TV. like, it's just, yeah. It's yeah. just, like, just sit in, have huh. a movie. I hadn't thought of that as, yeah, I guess that's, like, that's they a kinda, setup of that. Yeah. Huh. I guess then, like, really, what, like, Final Space as an idea is... All of these concepts that already exist, and you jam them together and, like, make fun of them, but also, like, treat them properly. And I think that's a really hard thing to do well, like, especially because you see a lot of that in me. So, like, Game of Thrones is, like, a send-up of, like, Lord of the Rings, ultimately. Yeah. But it does it in a way that you get emotionally connected and you suddenly have, like, this connection to these ideas and these characters. I feel like Final Space is... The send up of like Rick and Morty plus these Cthulhu ideas plus like Star Trek and Star Wars and all yeah. these other ideas. And like, I think it's, we should like look for more of that. Well, yeah, because I mean, from like the ending of this season is like, it's probably the best setup they could have for like an insane season two. Mm. Like, because f- sort of from this point, like, I don't think they can rerun another. Like happy go lucky space bash. That would be insane. Like it has to just get wild because, like w- you know, he's lost. Like Gary's a character. You know, this is like the end of season five kind of situation where, like, he's literally dead and just sort of comes back. I guess we assume, you know, the sort of the teaser at the end of the season. Like the he's like lost everything, and it's like you they they can't really give him anything that would seem like worthwhile or like like anything they do from now that isn't buckwild would just seem pointless like yes. they really like they have to like the only card they have from now is like dial it to 11 yeah double down yeah like there's no you've already like you've introduced the old gods you've closed the breach you've killed off all the characters 
you only have one play from here, and that's go ham. Yeah, it's, like, it's stuck <laughs> into it. Yeah. yeah, and it's and it excites me because it's they've set up all of this stuff where it's like you know we have Titan, we have fucking worm wormhole worms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like we you know we don't have warp drive, we have light folding, which is the coolest fucking it's name so cool. ever. Oh, that's like. Good. You know, we've, you know, we've done, we've got the crazy, you know, we've got David Tennant as, like, probably one of the best villains that I've seen in, like, a, in, like, a it's, show it's in a no long Kilgrave, time. It's no Kilgrave, but it's pretty good. He's, he's surprisingly good. Like, it's... Well, he's good as a villain in everything he's been a villain in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You never watched Jessica Jones, you didn't see that, but, man, no. he's good in that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, like, from here, yeah, it's, like, all they can do is just, just go bonkers. Right, and that's exciting, like, even, because... So many shows are so afraid to be insane now. And it's because, like, it makes sense, right? Like, the mainstream... I think it's, like, on my high horse. But, like, the mainstream <laughs> audience, like... The, when you make a show and you get funded, you have to fulfill certain expectations. Yeah. And this this felt, for me, like a show where when I was watching it, I went, oh, they could kill one of the main characters. Because they did. They, they kill them, one of the main characters and they replace it with the son. And I was like, oh, most shows wouldn't do that because people... Yeah, I was... I was- very surprised yeah. with how like, oh, they did that what a fresh interesting idea and a fresh yeah. take on it like even structurally i was like oh they're not bound by hollywood saying do this do that with their you know their whip yeah. and their you know the production studio saying you can't do that you're you're insane like it very much felt like a fresh take on if you gave a studio the funding to make futurama now but it was like dan Harmon and well, someone else I in think, the reins i know? think that's the big thing is like i don't think Dan Harmon would have created this. I like I like this is coming from like a this is me as a big fan of Alan Rogers. Like mm. this show is so quintessential Alan Rogers. Right. Where like he he strives for this kind of storytelling. Like mm-hmm. if if you don't if you haven't seen any of his stuff, like he is he's hilarious. Like mm-hmm. his you know, he's got all these ridiculous skits and like these ridiculous stories. And like him being Gary is like he's he's pretty much just playing him right like you know down to like kevin who's like i'm pretty sure Ke- i'm pretty sure in like some of his stories like he had like one of his like friends when he was younger who was like a dickhead it was called kevin i'm pretty <laughs> sure like that's actually just like an insert of someone he knows that would make sense um and like you know like the payoff for like quote-unquote kevin's death where he's just happy as he could be could not be it's like pleased. like that's yeah. just like that kind of setup is so like Alan rogers right yeah where it, and and almost in the same way like the pacing problems are also an Alan rogers like, thing to, to the, like it's it's a personal thing yeah because he he has a way of telling stories where in the moment like you can just get caught up in just how ridiculous it keeps going right in a show especially when you have 10 episodes like you know, give it a bit more space, give it a bit more time. Um, so I, I feel like a lot of the, just like so much of the show isn't even, like, is just like, they they would have, they looked at the pilot and they went, all right, we'll give you Conan O'Brien just to make sure it's not garbage. Right. But like, this is your show. So like, it lacks the shackles. So like, one of the, like it, I guess In the me, same like- way that like, Rick and Morty is like Dan Harmon at the reins but to, watch out to he's be got a gun to be fair with that know. show like when you look at it from like a theory perspective it could not be more bland <clears throat> as far as like the way that he constructs episodes like everything has a six act arc and it's like really confined well, that's dan Harmon, right like well, that's he's a, he, like, that's, that's what, what he, he does. does yeah he's really good <laughs> at it and i feel like this is the op- it's like 
what if you gave... What if you gave someone who doesn't actually know any of that stuff to, uh, <laughs> the sure. same kind of power, yeah. And because, the, 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 and like, to be talented enough to intuit that and to, like, make it work, that is, like, most people can't do that. You look mm. at, like, Stephen Moffat's run on Doctor Who and it's a fucking nonsense nightmare. Yeah. It's, it's dog shit doo-doo. And that compared with this show, which have a lot of similarities, where it's like there's an overarching meta narrative. Yeah. Um, there are characters that are from the future and from the past. There is an everyman who's in the middle of it. Yeah. Like there's a lot of similarities. The difference is <coughs> someone who understands what they're trying to do versus someone who goes, "I want to do this big uh, thing. Uh, I want to have a great finale." It was like, "No, I want to yeah, tell yeah. this story." That's what I. That's what I got from Final Space was a definitive voice of. I am trying to tell a story, and it may not be the best, it may not be, like, the most, you know, theory-consistent, but, like, it felt like it was a, there was, like, a voice to it, and it felt deliberate, and it felt concise in a messy way. Yeah. It felt like he was like, I want to make this happen. I don't know how, but I'm going to do it. And, like, that's kind of great. Like, I I like it when it's not perfect and polished, and has a bit of character to it. And there's there's moments where, like, especially in, in that final episode, or I don't know if it's the final one, but, like, when he's in the bathroom, and he finds that guy... Who he drugged in the first oh, yeah. episode. And I laughed my face. With I was Tylenol like, That's the instead of Tylenol. Shit. Yeah. yeah. That was so funny. But every other show wouldn't and do then, that. And then, like, the callback to the joke where, like, at the very first episode, it's like, you're a good guy. Yeah. And he's like, you're a bad guy. Fucking funny. And then he goes off and dies and he sees his reflection yeah. in, like, a demolished building. He's like, you're a bad guy. It's, it's hysterical. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. But also sad. <laughs> Well, yeah, because also be sad, because that's like a really sad moment. Right, in the show. like, but that that only comes from someone that knows what they're trying to say. Yeah, like that show has a very specific, if not coherent, message, which is like, do the things that you can, and know that they're going to end badly, probably. But as long as you tried hard, that's what matters. Yeah, or at least that you tried it all. And that that to me, like, when you talk about like, okay, well, you want to structure this show and have it be like, you know, it's it's a twenty seven season arc, and it's going to be this amazing forward thinking piece whereas like no this is this is one season of tv that says something very specific in a way that is kind of messy and kind of fun and kind of interesting with characters that you know don't necessarily make sense sometimes but as the show goes on you get a deeper understanding of why that is and you start to be like oh these are real people doing things that aren't consistent with their personality like that to me that was when i was like oh i know this is good was when (laughs) characters were doing things against what you expect them to be for reasonable reasons. Right. Like, instead of in other shows where they're like, oh, everyone acts how they should, until a climactic moment, these characters were like, no, I'm going to do something weird because I'm in a weird mood. Well, that was, like, one of the moments where I was like, I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. But then in hindsight, I was like, oh, it makes sense. It was when, um, when Gary meets his dad and when they sort of freeze time, when he mm. goes back in time, and when he finds out that his dad's, like, co-pilot is the Lord Commander... And he's like, he's like, ah, it's it's this guy. And, and the dad's like, what are you talking about? Like, that's my co-pilot. I've been working with him for 23 years. He's like, he killed my friend. And it was just like, well, I guess we got to punch him now. <laughs> and they both just beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And at first I was like, he's like, I was like, wait, you worked with him for 23 years. And now he's just like punching him up. And then I was like, wait, he's Gary's dad. Of course. Yeah. Gary course. Would, be, would be like, he killed my friend. He's like, well, I guess now like he, I have no he's going to kill my friend in a few years. It's like, well, I guess, yeah, we got to beat the shit out of him. Yeah. While we have the opportunity. Like, it's so... That is, like, such a... It's, you know, it it is... Like, they do it for a joke. But it's it's not a joke at the expense of anyone's character. Because it's still... It actually still fits. It's a joke at the expense of the concept of, like, 
family. Like, yeah, I, I think that's maybe... It doesn't, it doesn't throw, like... When you're first watching it, you're like, oh, what? Like, the dad acting that way is kind of weird, given that he's been with him for 23 years. But in hindsight, it's, yeah, it's like, he's he's Gary's dad. Like, he's just right. Gary again. That, which, yeah, I think the show does a good job of not making fun of its characters for the sake of it. And that's, like, a pretty easy trap to fall into. We're like, well, they're a dumb character, so they're dumb. So, like, the entirety of Rick and Morty. Like well, every character except Rick just I, is kind of the butt of multiple jokes. But that's yeah. But Rick and Morty, the whole point of Rick and Morty is that that is what's happening. Right. Like it's quite self-conscious where it's like you should want to be Jerry. Jerry's the good one. Like it that show is at least self-aware enough to be like, okay, well, like these concepts. Everyone's like, well, Jerry's a fucking idiot. But Jerry's like the only one with a semblance of any happiness whatsoever. Right. I feel like with this show, it goes. Actually, all of these people are fine. They're just people. Like, it never feels like anyone is, like, making fun of someone else and sending them up for the sake of, like, their personality type or their stereotype or their archetype. It's, it, when you watch it, you go, yeah, like, all of these characters in, in our main cast have their flaws, but no one is directly making fun of them for being who they are. There's only one character in this series that I think that I, that I hate, and it's the, it's the girl who is, like, fawning over the leader of the Rebellion. <laughs> She's wearing, like, black. Yeah. Like, she's she's just the worst character in the show. Like, I don't know who that is or why they're there. Just the worst. Like, that, that's, like, the one trip up in that kind of theory of, like, characters not just being made fun of for the sake of being funny. Because she's, yeah. she's just a walking joke. Doesn't make sense for the rest yeah, of the show. Yeah, like, that, that's, like, that's a Rick and Morty joke. Like, that's yeah. a... Culturally, that's a, it's funny. That's, but... like, an American dad joke. Like, that's not even, like, Seth, that's, like, Seth MacFarlane no, level. That's American not dad, Matt... Yeah. You know, Matt, Gro- Matt, Matt groaning, groaning, groaning. Gro- yeah, like groaning. that's that's like that's pretty lowbrow. It's pretty lazy. It's like yeah. everyone loves the hero. That's yeah, it's not a joke. You just said the thing that's true. Yeah, the 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 rebellion leader who is also voiced by Olin Rogers. Right, he's um, fun. He yeah, he's 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 I pretty. Like him, that's yeah. just that was like of the two characters that they kept that they gave to Olin Rogers. It's like those two make sense. Yeah, it <laughs> so makes it's sense. like do you being you. And then you doing the really dumb voice that you do a lot of the time. Yeah, which like, and then we'll just out. we'll just write it differently so people don't really notice. They don't know like, it's the same person. It's yeah. pretty obvious. Which like again, that that's kind of a fun idea of like, I mean, I mean, even even if you think about like the way that Gary and the leader of the rebellion play out as characters, they could not be more different. Like they're foils for each other. But that's fun that they made it the same voice actor. Like it seems like a small. Di- like, uh, we could have got anyone. Yeah. to do either one but the fact that it's the same guy like they're two sides of the same coin one of them is the bumbling kind of idiot <clears> who you know it hasn't really done it like gary does not have much going for him no except that he keeps turning up versus this other guy who turns up and gets lucky yeah and who doesn't have to try to turn up and it works out for him and he just owns a rebellion yeah, yeah. neither of them are right or good characters or like heroes or people that you should look up to but as foils that works brilliantly like it's it's fucking genius that they are voiced by the same person because of course like yeah one of them is they're just the opposite of each other but they're both bad <laughs> like no one in the show is like a genuinely good hero character except for his his love interest and and, and her future self but even then like they have even that kind then, of darker, it's, it's you know pretty moments. yeah yeah like it's it's a nice show where i feel like no one is put on a pedestal um to be like this is the person you should aspire to be it's just a commentary on like how do you fucking survive? Yeah. Especially in space when there's weird aliens. And also, David Tennant's the baddie. Like, yeah, that, you're yeah. just, you're, that's, you're, you're in trouble. Like, yeah. David Tennant, oh. 
Oh, he's a good scary luck. dude. He's yeah. in uh, he's in Rooster Teeth's new anime, apparently. <laughs> really? As a voice. Is he yeah. just doing things? Like, what's I he think doing? I think he's just doing voice acting. He's for just kind of done with being a face because everyone's like, oh, it's the doctor. I think that's why he's that's just probably doing voice it. Yeah, that makes sense. Money, yeah. yeah. I think also his wife was like, could you stop and just do voices? Yeah. Like, I can probably. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it as a show, like I think that Final Space is evidence that you can take concepts like Rick and Morty and like this kind of adult swim popularized adult cartoon thing and like do something with it that isn't just how goofy and wacky is this? Adults love the fuck word. Like it doesn't yeah. feel like that. Um and I would love to see more of this. That's why I've like Gary and his demons because it doesn't feel like it's trying. A lot of these shows, it just feels like it's an honest expression. Gary and his demons is a different show, not this Gary. No, not the same Gary, which yeah. is confusing because Gary is involved yeah. in this one. But no, I-, I just really liked it. I think that you know talking about this stuff gives us better perspective on understanding what makes adult cartoons actually good instead of just being like. It's Rick they, and Morty they did season a eight. Bunch of dick jokes. Yeah. Like, oh, it's funny because of Rick. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I just think like this is a good example of like you can do it well. Mm. Um, I'm interested to see with uh Matt Groening's new cartoon on Netflix. I can't think what it's called, but it's like set in medieval times. It's coming Ooh. out. Ooh. Um, it looks really Ooh. fun and interesting. Uh, but I want to see how it compares to this because this was like an honest, artistic expression of an idea versus. Matt Groening, who was too big to fail. So I'm curious to right, see yeah. what happens with that. Um, but it's that time of the week. Uh, got any recommendations? What, 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 are, what, are, what, are, what are you checking out? What are you, what so, are you peeping? So with your peepers? I, I have a Steam link at home and I bought a Steam controller. Oh, yeah. Just because I was like, yeah, they were cheap. Um, right. Yeah, that, yeah. And like I've tried playing like Warframe like on the link and controller. It doesn't work very well. I've mm-hmm. tried playing like some shooters and like, yeah, it's just kind of boring. Yeah. But... I re-downloaded Slay the Spire, and that is, is that the a dream? that is the comfiest time because that me and Laura like whenever I used to play that Laura would usually end up kind of like just sort of watching over my shoulder and just because it's it's a very just like it's a card game and yeah. so it's all just like math and there's it's just like what do you do to do the right play yes. so like you like it's usually like me and Laura sort of play it together but being able to play it like on the couch on the big TV just with an easy controller that's not like a keyboard and a mouse Chill. is is very nice nice so i've been i've been playing a bit of that on the uh, on the that's old couch one. steam link yeah. setup yeah oh, i like that um i don't have anything i've been very busy. wow are you hi ben hello <laughs> i try to think whatever i i i've been playing um PUBG again because oh james, dear god well james got a computer again and um why do you been, hate yourself we're quite good at it so we're getting, i know like, but top- it's Three or four every time. Uh, I, I I'm not having fun with it. Actually, uh, the more you say it, the more the more I say PUBG, the more I want to play it. Yeah, it's <laughs> we're quite good, and he's quite good, and it's been really fun. I haven't played PUBG in no, like six months. I've been playing with Colin yeah. and James, and we're quite good, and it's going really well. And they're they're about to fix it. They've got like this fixed PUBG I mean, patch if you, out. If you've got a spot, I yeah, might I'll, hop I'll, in I'll hook you in, dog. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really Laura's fun. gonna hate me. No, I know. Um, it's, look, she doesn't have to hear about it. It's fine. I'll cut this out. Um, no, it's been really fun. I've been I've been enjoying playing a game that I'm good at that other people aren't, and that that seems like a that's, little thing, but I'm bad at everything. That's been like me in Warframe as well. Whenever I go back to right. Warframe, I'm like, I'm glad I'm really good at this game. Yeah, it's like I have like a niche where I'm like, I can yeah. do this. Like um, I'm very like deep into Warframe, so whenever I go back, I feel good. Yeah. The other thing I've been listening to is uh. Jetta Ray's, or Greta Ray's new album. It's really good. 
Really love it. Uh, it's very chill. It reminds me of like a Missy Higgins album, but very like contemporary. I love it. Jesus Christ. Um, it's very like new age hipstery, but kind new of, age Missy Higgins. But like classical. It's weird. I if you so new new age Missy Higgins. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but it's the time of the week. Where can people find us? Facebook. I do too much social. I don't like when you do the musical bit as well. It scares me. Uh, YouTube? Yeah, YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com slash DCMworks. Tw- uh, Twitter. At DCM underscore works. Patreon. Patreon.com slash DCMworks. We put up our August Patreon update video. I've been trying to do more of those, and I'm getting really slack, but... I talk about we're doing a Q and A for a thousand subscribers. Soon. Oh yeah, that's actually happening like really soon. <laughs> so it's pretty soon. Uh, we don't up on us. We don't normally celebrate that stuff because I think it has no value whatsoever. <laughs> but a few patrons were like, "You guys should do a Q and A," and I was like, "We haven't done a Q and A in a while." So yeah, well, it's been like a year. So it's I've been, been a while. I've been gathering I like the Q and As. They're easy. Yeah, so I've been gathering those. So we'll do Sweet. a video on that soon. Um, and if you're a Patreon at patreon.com slash gcmworks for $3 a month, you get you can... a guaranteed question. Yeah, uh, we... Is that it? Yes, yeah. Okay, you, there yeah, you go. You, yeah. Done. All right, we'll see you next week. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, you can, you can ask us a question. And we, I think we legally have to answer it. So, <laughs> legally, contractually obliged. Yeah, I think we have right, to. Right, okay. Um, so look forward to that. It's in the terms and conditions. Um, otherwise, thanks for watching and thanks for everyone that comments on YouTube. We've been kind of blowing up a little bit recently on YouTube, which is kind of good. Uh, so if you, if you enjoy that, leave a like. I have to actually do all the... start paying attention to how i look instead of just I how know. i sound no i don't think so that's rough it's too late now yeah, okay there we <laughs> people go. have like months of backlog to be like, yeah. looks like <laughs> there's, a, shit. there's a lot of shit back it's there. Like terrible for a year I don't yeah think it's gonna change um but yeah so it, wherever you consume this do the likes and the reviews and stuff it really does help more people listen or hear the show uh, and see the show and i think like i said <laughs> listen or hear <laughs> i'm so tired <laughs> listen or hear or use your ears uh, those are three things yeah the same thing uh, my book is out. Maynardtrick.com. Yeah, you nailed it. Buy the book. Buy the book. Use your ears, eventually. AFA pod for 15% off the ebook. Buy the book. Um, Maynardtrick.com. But otherwise, I'm at DCM my hey pie. I'm at Maynardtrick.com. I'm at Little Citrus. No, 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 I need the... Fuck your Twitter. I need the Twitter followers. I'm at Little Citrus. It was probably a song that reminded me of it, or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as fuck. It makes us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. I did. I, that had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We, went and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, going. we did. There was a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. Don't follow him. Also, don't at me if you follow him. Don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh.